Hello and welcome. This is the Art of Giving Up, your podcast for giving up bad days, bad ways, unfortunate habits, bad friendships, bad relationships, bad days, things, stuff, because sometimes it's just too hard and giving up is kind of easy. I want to thank you, yes you, for joining me on this, my journey of self-discovery, of growth, and of hope. Remember, of course, to leave, rate, review, to follow on everything habit of wellness at facebook.com for information on both this podcast and my other podcast was that in good taste on itunes spotify stitcher thumbs up like comment subscribe all that this week we're talking family anyone who's listened to this for any period of time knows that I don't really consider myself to being a person that actually has family. If anything, for the majority of my life, my family has been me, my mother, and my grandfather. And I think that could kind of hurt some of the other people that do exist in my life, some of the people in my life who aren't my family. And I'm not speaking of the extended family that I've been so fortunate to create. But I mean the biological family. My blood. And they exist. But they exist in a way that I don't really see them as family. And I think I mentioned before that when my grandfather died, as mentioned in the episode, uh, Death in the Family is part one and two, um... Everybody came to his funeral, and all these people who I had met in my life at some point, they all live in New York. And I didn't even know they lived in my city. You know, and my aunt was here, and I hadn't seen her in forever when my grandfather was ill and hurt. And, you know, my father, who I have no ill will to and I care about a lot, we just don't have really a relationship since he was gone. And left when I was a child. And yes, he sent me, you know, Harry Potter and a Prisoner of Azkaban and all this stuff. But I really don't have a relationship with him. So imagine how it felt to me when he originally got married to his new wife, to my stepmother. And they had a child together. And I didn't have any ill will towards this person. None. Zero. Zilch. Nada. Why would I? About six, seven years ago, we connected, you know, Skype, and I spoke to her. I spoke to this person, my sister, this, this being outside of me. And then for years, again, we didn't speak. And lately, we've been talking. And I feel a little scared. 
Not the kind of fear of walking into a dark place or not the kind of uncertainty of where life is going. This is a new experience for me to meet this person, to speak to this person, to be visited by this person who I've never known but who has so much in common with the younger me. What kind of relationship should I have with this being, with this person, with this individual who is 18 years old, so they're not 12, they're not 2, they're not 9, but they're not exactly my peer, but they're not a child. How do I react to this person with their own wants and needs? How do I act and be a big brother. I think that I don't know if I could ever really get a grasp of what being a sibling is because I am an only child. Yes, I'm fortunate enough to have friends who I call my brothers and sisters, people who I've lived with, who I've gone through it with. But the root of it and the root of my being I'm an only child, and when I close my eyes and imagine the family unit, it is me, my mother, and my grandfather. And now, I feel an affinity for this being, and I don't know where really in their life I fit. She's been nothing but open and affectionate and so much like me, and it's kind of disgusting, and oh, oh no, it's good for them, but I find it to be daunting. I find it to be so scary, and for so many years, I thought that all I needed was my family unit, and now I sit in my house, and I feel so alone, so isolated, Isolated from my mother, who technically lives in another state, but she works in New York, and I just don't get to see her as much as I would like. I still feel isolated from my friends who have their own lives, and they grow, and they're changing, which I want them to do, because we're individuals, and we should have these things, but I feel so isolated and alone sometimes. And in a way, I feel just a little less alone knowing that there's someone else out there like me. That there's somebody kind of like me, who can kind of understand me without knowing it because they exist as themselves. And we are so far apart and so different but we have so much in common and there's a value to family and I think that the value of a relationship gets confused because family is not an obligation and you can make family but there is something different about the innate bond between you and someone who shares your genetics. So no, you do not have to 
allow someone who is your mother or father who's abused you or beaten you or taken advantage of you. You don't have to let them in. You don't have to love them. You don't have to support them. That is not what it means to be family. And people who share your genetics genetics can definitely remove themselves from your life. But there's still something hard and real and, and visceral. Something honest about looking at another being and knowing that there is something that connects you that no one has. Something that no experience can take away. Something that exists in you. This is family. And I hope that I don't ruin this relationship like I have many others. I hope that this grows to be something amazing because no matter what, I've always wanted that. More family. I've always considered how badly I need just a few more family ties. Peace.